from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, sports fans. Hey, now. Episode 136. Nah. Whoa. Nah. 136. 136 of the Masonic Light wow. Podcast Damn. coming to you from sunny Ephrata, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Guaranteed two days a year. And which is really close to a little town called Akron. According to the um, the book on tape, uh, the guy that's narrating the Brad Meltzer book right He's now. He's not calling it. Every time they call it Akron, they call it Akron. Oh, no. <laughs> but... You know, I'm still. I'm gonna work on uh, Mr. Meltzer to see if we can get him on the show because he's got about four Masonic books. So if anybody out there knows him, tell him to answer. Tell him to put his yes. But in the meantime, we have a much better guest. In fact, double the guests. Double your pleasure. Double your pleasure. (laughs) Double your fun. We have two gentlemen from uh, from Zembo Shrine. Um, We've got Mo and Bob. And uh, they are here to represent the Water Spirits Club, or unit, Water Spirits Unit of Zembo Shriners. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so what we usually do is we'll go around the horn. We try and catch up what everybody's been up to. We saved Tim for last because he's long-winded and has to <coughs> get a calendar up. Oh, I'm going to break that stereotype tonight. <laughs> All right, we'll start with you then. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to go clockwise, and then you can introduce Jack and... You guys can go so on and so forth till you get back to me. All right. Wow. So All literally really only really two things to mention tonight. Uh, one is uh, earlier this week I was installed as principal conductor of the work in Harrisburg Council Number 7. Um, had a real rough night and agreed to do that. Um, so it's like, sucka. <laughs> um, eye contact. Yeah, exactly. I made the mistake and made eye contact. eye contact. Um, the other thing is literally spending um, – how long were you there from? Uh... It actually wasn't that long. We were the meeting was started and finished and installed in about ninety minutes. Oh, it didn't start at low twelve. No, it didn't start at low twelve. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, but uh, so that and then literally just phone calls and emails like crazy from secretaries and treasurers trying to understand Grandview audit that is now active and yeah, I'm not going to go into that. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. But that's it. Told you I was going to break that stereotype. Jack, how about you? I don't know. Uh, The one thing that's front of mind right now is uh, this Saturday, and it will already have happened when this drops, but this Saturday there's a funeral service for a past district deputy grandmaster, Bob Conway, who uh, ended his tenure as DD in uh, District 1 the year I became Worshipful Master. I don't think I scared him away, but... (laughs) Um, but Bob was a great guy. He's just loved across the uh, the region and throughout the fraternity. And uh, I just got a call from somebody who told me how many people he was bringing to the funeral service, and I am very frightened right now. We're going to need a bi- we're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, I'm afraid we are. Yeah, um, yeah the funeral home in question is a small little town funeral yeah. home. And uh, I mean, this guy told me he's bringing 178. Oh. I hope and, he's bringing uh, them via bus because there's not enough parking in effort. Well, there actually is a large parking lot, but it's a bit of a hoof from there. But anyway, um, so anyway, that's kind of front of mind for Freemasonry right now. Um, continue my studies into that uh, 17th century England Freemasonry thing for the Academy. Oh, we went, yeah, we went to the Academy, um, the Academy of Masonic Knowledge at mm-hmm. Elizabethtown. Uh, was last week and that was very cool two topics that i'm very uh interested in um the similarities between freemasonry and eastern religions um without proposing to draw any direct lines from one to the other but 
it was that was very interesting. And the second speaker was uh, talking about the uh, Holy Saints John. Imagine that. And uh, if that's happening, I got to be there. Cause really? That's my thing. And uh, so both were very interesting. And uh, I think they're available online, right? Um, yeah. If you they're on YouTube or yeah, is there a link through the Grand Lodge website? Maybe. I think so. I think the, uh, the Academy has their own YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to see those, they are available there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Bob, how about right. you? What have you been up to Masonically? Well, Masonically, not too much. I've been involved with Zembo Shrine a lot and uh, with the different clubs and organizations. But uh, Masonically at the Lodge, I just uh, turned over my responsibility as the treasurer for the past master's group for yeah. about 15 years. So I passed it over to uh, another brother, which I'm sure will do a great, great job. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, staying busy with the shrine and with the water spirit shiners uh, keeps me very busy, and uh, I'm glad I'm here tonight to talk about it. We're glad you're here. Mo, what's up? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> As many of you young Masons may appreciate, I've not only made eye contact. I've only been a Mason three years in February. Not only did I make eye contact, I also said yes in a number of cases. I am the pursuivant at Brownstone Lodge, number 666, neighbors to... Well, you're our plus one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Six. <laughs> and the Royal Arch Captain of Whitell Chapter in Lebanon. Okay. And I'm also one of the five District 2 prospect managers with the new program that they're doing to bring in new brothers... Uh, not just people is that the, what ask is it, one, the be Mac one. Program the Mac yes, program. the Mac program. There you go. Very Tap busy Mac. With, very busy with that. And uh, my 24-inch gauge is probably 48 inches now and, and growing, and I think if it gets any longer, my wife's going to start beating me about the head. <laughs> wow. That one, right, one night a month. Just, just leave it. <laughs> just let it go. Just let, let it go. Let it go. The one night a month, right? <laughs> uh, can I make a shameless plug? Of sure. course. Okay. That's why you're here. By the time this show airs, it'll be over. So for next year, <laughs> to remind you, <laughs> the Zimbo Shrine Circus. Oh, fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yes. And as many of you probably recall in years past, everyone looked forward to the Shrine Circuses coming up. Mm -hmm. They're not as well known now as they were before, so I'd like to th throw this out for anybody in the Harrisburg area or anywhere in Oh, we took the kids. State area. Yeah, state. They took the kids when they were little, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. That's quite a nice event for a couple of days, and it's very well put on, and also absolutely. raising money for the Shrine Hospital. I don't even consider that a plug. We don't need no, to bill him for that. Not that's, at all, and I'm really glad to hear that you guys are able, that we're able to put that back on again. And, and for the... Um, and for the people that get angry when you hear the word circus, <coughs> there's nothing to do with animals there's anymore. No this Not anymore. No. Nope. So it's, it's it's all circus should make acts, everybody though. happy. Clowns and trapeze artists and lots of fun for the kids. It's really a nice, nice event to attend. And speaking of nice events to attend, today, uh, upcoming at the Zumbo Shrine Auditorium. Sunday, April 24th, 2022. Pronounce that word. Curse Palooza. Yeah. That hurts my head. So are these the ones you get at Green Dragon that have, uh, like, it says Dooney and Burke, but there's like three O's in Dooney? Or the three-legged polo horse on the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, these are actual real ones. <laughs> okay. Somehow they were able to go out and actually source real high-end horses. Good, because I want a roll M watch one time. A roll yes. M, yeah. yeah. Oh, and there's time for that one. That's Saturday, April 24th. 24th. Yes. yes. Yeah, I had a Rorex, too. <laughs> right, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, April 24th. Sunday, April 4th. It's yeah. really a nice event. I went to this last year, and they have a, a maybe 50 or 75 high-end purses you, when you buy the tickets, mm -hmm. and they raffle them off, but they also have a whole slew of vendors selling jewelry and ladies' cosmetics and things like that. So it's a really nice event for our family, mm -hmm. plus food and drink, wine, beer, and uh, food. And it's a really nice affair. So cool. if you can make it out to that, you might hey, be interested. Hey, the Horse Day Ovaries for you. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, nice. It's after the surgery. Mm -hmm. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Larry right. Maris. Larry, what's your excuse? Quit Larry reading Maris. the props. Oh, horse <laughs> divorce. Oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> okay. You want a horn? Uh, uh, me. Uh, 
You dirty Tall Cedars last night. How did that go, Larry? Because I couldn't be there. I had another obligation. I, yeah. ju- I just completely <laughs> forgot. It went, it went very well. Very well. Attendance increased. You uh. had two past Supreme Tall Cedars. Did they uh, give you a hard time? No, none at all. None at all. Okay, good. Because they could understand my reading of the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> There's, a, like there's a very important lesson <laughs> That's in that a statement. very important yes, lesson in that. Yes, sir. Uh, Goose and Gridiron breakfast last week. Uh, it's it's kind of slow right now. But that's a good thing. Not to mention all the things I do for the various mm-hmm. bodies that I don't report mm-hmm. on. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Let's see. What have I been up to? Um, lots of uh, Feast of the Paschal Lamb rehearsals. And then, obviously, the... Um, the looking at your calendar. Yeah, who's looking at an electronic <laughs> calendar now? Obviously. <laughs> it is busted. Listen, <laughs> March and October are Freemason season. This is when everything starts to get it. real, when you start agreeing the things. Always giving me our Visible time. points. And then um, uh, I got sh- a couple weeks ago, I got shamed at AMD when they presented me my past thrice illustrious master's jewel there because I had not been back to council <laughs> since I got out of the east <laughs> so um, they yeah. guilted me and uh, so I had to go and I had a, I served as principal conductor of work this past um, this past week at uh, Goodwin Council and we exemplified the select master mason degree which is um, it's beautiful and it really um, for you guys that haven't done the York right it it's very confusing when you're going through it, but at the end, it recaps and it explains how the, the building of the first temple, the building of the mm-hmm. second temple, and how it all fits together. And it's, it's a really nice lesson mm-hmm. in Freemasonry. Um, so that was nice. And this past weekend, though not Masonic, I was able to adopt out 12 puppies. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them went to better homes than... Than I have, and it was very nice not waking up to a house that smells like manure. <laughs> and I think for like Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, I was in bed at eight o'clock each of those nights, mm-hmm. just so worn out. Um, and then, oh, well, maybe not Tuesday because that was last night. Um, I had to be up at the Valley of Reading, and we had our stated meeting where I am. Currently, the captain of the guard, but at our next meeting, I'll be installed as our junior warden for Rose Quarry. So that's when things start to get serious, and I, they expect me to start going to council deliberation, county clubs, and all that good stuff. I think it's at that point at Scottish Rite where you sell your soul to Scottish Rite until you're <laughs> out of the East. <laughs> so, uh, Josh? Uh, just dipping my toes back in the Masonic world. Attaboy. Uh, <laughs> I heard rumors that you were trying to get forced back into the East. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to be forced. We could perpetuate that rumor. <laughs> Did you uh, volunteer yourself? No. <laughs> no, there was an email that volunteered him. I'm yes. shocked and appalled. But uh, <laughs> no, just doing like a little bit of committee stuff. Good. That's, that's it. All righty. Well, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to hear from our guests from Zembo Shrine, the um, the Water Spirits Shiners. Shiners. And uh, as you can guess what this club might be about. <laughs> we'll be right back. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. And we're 
back. Uh, tonight, uh, we are uh, pleased to welcome uh, Brother Bob Cook and uh, Brother Mo uh, O'Donovan. 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 Precious few of us left. There you go. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as Pete said earlier, they are from the Zimbo Water Spirit Shiners Unit. Uh, and so we're really excited to hear about this group. So uh, whichever one of you wants to kind of start telling us a little bit about the unit and uh, maybe how you got to starting it. Does that mean that they have highly polished footwear? The shiners? <laughs> the shiners. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll, black eyes. we'll solve that mystery for you. Ah. <laughs> well, uh, we got started, really, back in uh, 2019. Um, I was potentate back in 2017, and when I went to the convention, the International Shriners Convention, I met a gentleman there, and he started the whole thing, the whole ball rolling. And he is from Detroit, Michigan, and he wanted to find a club or a unit to get more younger people involved in shrine and become Freemasonries and so forth. Uh-huh. And he figured this is the way the young people are going nowadays with the microbreweries and distilleries coming on board, as we all know. And he started this club. And the Zembo Shriner is now tap room. He called every club a tap room. And all the shrine units in the United States, Canada, Mexico, and around the world have the opportunity to join this club, the Water Spirit, or the uh, sh- um, Tap Room Club. <laughs> We are tap room number 17. Okay. There's about 90 tap rooms now. Wow. They're in Why Canada. am I only hearing about this now? Well, <laughs> it's the best kept secret. That's there the problem. As We're all, ruining that today. Oh, oh right. right. <laughs> another Masonic Ooh, secret. Another ruined. conspiracy. Another, right. <laughs> so anyhow, um, Canada and Mexico and uh, over in... Europe, I believe, is a club, so it's worldwide. So it's catching on it fast. Wouldn't be Simon, and and it's no, no, definitely not Simon. And <laughs> it, it's good for the uh, to have the younger people get involved within Freemasonry and Shrine. Yep. So that's where it all started from. Cool. So yep. tell me about how it's kind of grown over the since then. Obviously, you had COVID, and that yes, probably derailed um, your efforts for a while. But yeah. yeah. Well, let me get started the basics. Um, we also have uh, a meetings, and we also go and visit microbreweries and distilleries. Wineries. And wineries, mm-hmm. right. And uh, we also have our different jewels. I have a jewel that I wear around my neck. It's a church key. There you go. And those of you watching on the internet will know that. <laughs> right. yeah. We're gonna can, we're gonna can, post a picture you can of hold the show. It's a church key on a string. Pop onto the website to see that one. Yeah. And then. To uh, have control over your masses, we have a uh, tap handle. Mm -hmm. Any tap handle will do. It doesn't have to be Mm. this one. What could that be used for? (laughs) Emblem of your authority. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) The tongue of the club. That's right. And we also have our own charter. Awesome. Nice. The club charter. So that's that's very important. Wow, that's got a real that. frame and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So how many members have to be present? I think I was printing on a laser printer. Family uh, dollar store frame. We have to have at least Dot six. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey, we're, we're getting set. signed we're up. We're having a meeting tonight. We only had something to drink. <laughs> but uh, Gosh, when, darn it. when we meet, we usually have a, an opening toast, and mm-hmm. Mo provides that. What so. would that toast sound like? Mo. Give us a toast. If we were hypothetically if, if we having were a hypothetically toast. hypothetically having a toast, yeah. I'll be drinking my orange crushed orange. orange. <laughs> orange I have crushed. in front of me a can of mug root mug beer. Mug right. beer. And I'm looking at Acadia bottled spring water. There you go. May so. the winds always be gentle. May the waves always be free. May it always be the other man who says, this drink's on me. <laughs> toast. Very toast. Here. toast. 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 So uh, after our toast, then we get into the business of uh, our club, and we have a. Uh, Do you re- read minutes? Re- yes, we oh, have. Oh, a, we have a scribe. <laughs> we have a scribe, and it doesn't take too long to read the minutes. <laughs> and we also have a revenuer, which brings us up to date. <laughs> <laughs> 
I see what you did there. I like that. I love it. <laughs> Brings us up on our uh, cash value for, for outings to the different uh, oh, microbreweries and distilleries and so forth. That's great. So uh, then we have, uh, we have special meetings at the Zembo Shrine building. Our last special meeting, we had a gentleman that came and presented uh, the mead, how he processes mead. And, and is that Willie? No, no, it's, no, a, it's brother a different brownstone. Different guy from brownstone. Great. Yep. So uh, big business now. It's I like meat. I really do. It's very good. Um, so that we have meetings at the shrine every now and then to have programs like that, and then we go out and visit all the distilleries and the microbreweries in the area, and we try to make that even in different areas that one person doesn't have to travel too far. So Mo, if you want to. Sure. Add anything else into it? Yeah. Uh, you had asked about the name Sh- Shiner. Right. Well, you know, we belong to Zembo Shrine. And the Zembo Shrine building was built in the late 1920s. And it's in most of those kinds of buildings, it's all a Middle Eastern theme style. Right. And this one in particular is Moroccan. So the Zembo Shrine is quite a, an interesting <coughs> building. All the tiles were imported from Morocco. As is the case with a lot of things, sometimes things fall into oblivion. You know, we were talking about the, somebody that had been a past master or a past senior warden, you couldn't remember their name. In this case, a few years ago, someone said, Zembo, what does that mean? And everybody looked at each other and said, I don't know. And they did some research, and they got to looking at it, the Zembo name came from hier- Egyptian hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. And they did some research. They checked with the Metropolitan Museum of Art and the Smithsonian and discovered that Zembo actually means water spirit, like oh. a like a gin. Oh. Nice. So since we are... That's with a J, you slackers. And an H, I think. We are Shriners, and we enjoy the nectar of the gods. Outstanding. We thought it would be nice to be the water spirit Shiners, Shiners, as in moonshine. Cool. Nice. Right. Well played. That is. Nicely done. So that's the origin of the Zembo Water Spirit Shiners. And really, the purpose of the unit is to promote and explore local, regional, and international craft beverages. Okay? <laughs> I like it. Some people also want to have their um, home brewing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman that started this, that's what he did. He homebrewed. Okay. But not everybody wants to homebrew. So we just go and visit the microbreweries and the distilleries, and we talk about the different styles of beers. And especially we have a uh, membership of about 36 people now. And their wives are invited also. And <clears throat> we also invite non-Masons. Or and non-shriners and non-shriners and people that are shriners that are interested in something like this and they can come and visit for three times and then make up their mind where they want it's to. It's a nice opportunity not. to invite right. folks and their wives <coughs> or girlfriends or yeah. boyfriends as the case Just may don't be. Don't do them all at once, right? <laughs> in a in a non-threatening sort of situation where you could sit down and have a meal and have a drink with somebody or not have a soda if you like mm-hmm. and find out more about the fraternity. And talk to other, because we always have the ladies come. Right. So you can come in and, and another lady might say, well, my husband's interested in joining a Mason, the Masons. <coughs> Tell me about your experience, and we can do that. So it's been very successful. We've gotten a number of folks who've become Masons as a result, right. who were not before, and a number of people who've become sh- uh, Shriners. We're not trying to masons. We're not trying. So it's not necessarily a uh, a single place. You're not always meeting at no, the, at no. Zembo. I'm the cellar master. It's my job to find a different venue each time. Okay. So it it in essence, it's a Masonic wine club and with, beer and, and wine spirits and beer and spirits. It's but, spirits. But it's the club, same idea. Right. A group of people get together. They're told where to go and what time to be right. there. Yep. And they go and they have fun. And that's that's almost like real life. It's kind of like Goose and Gridiron. For what? What? I mean, you know, no, they, they meet at different places. Most yeah. recent one, if I can use <laughs> yeah. the name of the place we went, is it okay? I, I don't care. Sure. Most recently, last week, we went to the Hidden Still Spirits. Oh no, you, you can't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the owner, by the way, is a brother, and we had 39 people. 
Awesome. And that's what, exactly what we did. And we had the, the meeting is pretty much the same as Bob described before, a s- short business meeting, very, very short. We ask if anyone has a toast. Otherwise, I'll provide a toast. And then we just enjoy each other's camaraderie and friendship. It's a very nice way to spend a couple of hours in the evening. Um, I'm surprised you guys haven't asked this yet. Do you have any petitions with you? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question. Just give me a moment. Why do you ask? <laughs> Here's our rules of conduct. Oh, no, we don't. Oh, have no. Uh, yeah, rules. We enjoy adult <laughs> beverages and hopefully act like adults. We <laughs> have guest membership. We have associate membership. And we have general membership. We want. We want. The How do those break down? <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Zem- I'm in Zembo Shrine, so I guess I would be the general membership. You pay more. Right. That okay. is correct. Yeah, because okay. I, I I belong <laughs> I belong to one unit in all of Shrinedom, and uh, I was at an event in Ocean City, and uh, guy goes, "Hey, uh, we want you, Pete. We want you to join the uh, Nur Yacht Club." Like well, that's fine, but you know I don't have I a yacht. Bought, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "No, that's okay." I'm like, "Well, you realize that I'm not also not a member of NOR." They're like, "Do you have twenty dollars?" <laughs> like, well, you're now a member of the NOR Yacht Club. Right, right. up dues card. <laughs> yeah. And then they turned to the bartender and said, <laughs> "So yeah, I'm imagining this is going to be similar." Well, since we have. And the Zembo Shrine's got a large area of responsibility. Knock, knock over your water there. We have folks that live in Chambersburg and in Carlisle and in all around Harrisburg on the West Shore and mm-hmm. on the East Shore, York County, mm-hmm. Perry County. Franklin County. Franklin County. So when we have these events, we try to stage them at places. So this last one was in Hershey. Mm-hmm. The next one's going to be in Elizabethtown. Right. We'll do one in Harrisburg, we'll do one in Chambersburg, or one in Gettysburg, or something like that, so it makes it easier for folks to get to. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. So the, getting back to the levels of membership, what, right. uh, how, how does that break down? Um, trying to figure out what I'm about to sign up for. Okay. <laughs> you get one of these niche shirts. A guest <laughs> member, okay, first of all, are you a member of Zembo? No. Okay, so you would be under the petition for a guest membership. Okay. Guest. Okay. A guest membership is... Uh, to keep everything legal and on the books. Sure. There's a form here to fill out with your name and when you were born and so forth, and uh, then you will be approved by... Maybe. By yeah. the cellar master and the brewmaster. You have to have an interview first, right. of course. Right. So... And you can do that the first night. Doesn't this count as an okay. interview? <laughs> <laughs> it works for, works for me. I don't know. You can do this the first time you come to a meeting, okay, if, uh, or an outing. We call them an outing or a regular meeting. Ah, oh, much okay. better than meeting. Yes. Right. So, much better than meeting. Anyhow, that's the deal. And uh, the you're cost allowed for to that come. Is uh, the cost for this is nothing, okay? <gasps> as my price. As, kind of a, membership. as, my as price. a guest, okay? Oh, okay. As a guest. But as you are guest. limited to three times. <sighs> Uh, then, okay. then, if you are not a Mason, that's guess what? <laughs> okay, and if you are a Mason, and if you want to join, then you should make a petition for Zembo Shrine. Got it. Okay, that's how it works. An associate member is, a good example of that is Elizabethtown, where you have many Shriners there from different shrines. Mm-hmm. And they can be associate members. Okay. And the dues for the associate members and the general membership is $20 a year. That will cover costs such as renting a bus and going to, like, Gingling, which is an hour away or something like that. That way we don't have to worry about the, any other consider problems. The, consider the train up the to train, the Gingling yeah. plant. That, my wife and I did oh, that a couple of months the, ago. I didn't know you could go to the train. You get on at the North Reading Station. Uh, really? the, the, what is it? Allegheny... Forest line or something. The Pagoda Trolley. It's a yeah. It's a small <laughs> railroad network that runs oh. up. They go up to Jim Thorpe on one weekend. They go oh, up to oh Yingling nice. on the other. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's very up cool. north. Yeah, but it, you have the train. I mean, you guys could have the train to yourselves. Um, seats about I don't know, hundred people maybe. Well, that'd be a great idea. Yeah, yeah so enjoy the be. train trip as yeah. well as the the yeah, venue. A really nice time. These Except areas. the plant wasn't working. The Yingling wasn't working on a Saturday. Oh. Right. So that was kind of a bummer that we didn't, like, see the whole Laverne and Shirley thing. Sure. And, but um, anyway, so, all right. So you got three levels. Got three levels got of it. membership, right. And uh, I guess the last is for general if you're a member of Zembo Shrine. That right. is correct. Got it. Yep. 
And we do have help whenever we pick out the different uh, microbreweries or distilleries or wineries we go to. Uh, nowadays, because of the microbreweries and the influx of everything, there's all kinds of information out there on the Internet that gives you all kinds of places to pick from. Oh, awesome. So we're due for a bus trip here pretty shortly in the summertime. So Bob says that occasionally we'll meet at Zimbo Shrine. We'll, we'll have a program that's not something that you could easily do at a restaurant. Right. He mentioned uh, Brother Eric Herb talking about his hobby-making mead, the oldest distilled spirit, older than beer. He gave us a really nice presentation on how he makes it and the history of it. And then he brought enough mead for everyone to sample and then he gave bottles of it out for everyone to take home. I did a similar one a few months before that on a on a well-known, not so well here known, but well-known in Germany, beer style, called Rauch beer, smoked beer, mm. from Bomberg in Franconia. We did that there as well because I offered samples for people to, to try. So if you'd like to join us, would please come out as a guest. If you know somebody that's thinking about becoming a mason or a shriner that's thinking about doing something else, we'd love to have them. That's awesome. Well, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to continue another segment with the gentleman from... Let's meet who they really are. Yes. Yes. It's our spirit shiners. We'll be right back. As far back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, light up any of our premium cigars, and enjoy the history. Hireman Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiremanSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. And we're back with our guests tonight, uh, Brother Bob Cook and Mo O'Donnell. O'Donovan. O'Donovan, I'm oh. sorry. Uh, and uh, with the uh, Zimbo Water Spirit Shiners Group, the unit there. And uh, uh, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit, for, for folks who may not be familiar with Shrine generally, uh, tell us a little bit about the history of uh, Zimbo and, and Shriners in general. Well, the history of Shriners really started back in New York City and it was about these gentlemen who wanted to get together and start a unit uh, just for fun uh, because there's many organizations that had a purpose and a meaning and so forth and they just wanted to have fun. Well, they started meeting at the Knickerbocker Club in New York City and as people found out about it, more people joined. And they were having fun doing different things. <clears throat> Zembo and other shrines, they also have clubs and units. And they are for fun. We have the sports car units. We have the water spirit shiners. We have the clown unit. We have the band unit. We had a yacht club at one time. We have a uh, legion of honor which is veterans from the military. Uh, we also have a... Um, Corvette Club. Thank you. Corvette Club, Usher <laughs> Club, Directors Club. The directors <coughs> were in charge of... <coughs> excuse me. Were in charge of the ceremony whenever candidates would come in and join the shrine. And that was a fun time then. It really was. They were in charge of that. The ushers help out uh, for Zembo at the um, uh, farm show. 
No. Yes. It's, it's tough getting old. But anyhow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got the police? At the farm show. All right. They help uh, usher. We got the police unit. Uh, and the many more units, guys that own too. The horses? Horses, yes. We have uh, the horse club. There is, still, still RV, is there still an RV club, or is that yeah, gone? No, that's gone. Okay. But that was, one that of the was popular. Day, yeah. yeah, it was. That I'd was like popular. to mention one of the clubs that they've got. You've all seen the TV commercials with the Shriners Hospital, 22 Shriners Hospitals oh, around sure. the country. I have my wife's cousin was a young boy who got badly scalded and was treated in, at the Pittsburgh Shrine Hospital free. You didn't have to be a mason or anything to, to have that treatment done. Had 22 operations. They have one of the clubs. If you have, if you're living in State College or you're living in Bradford or you're living in Elk County and you have to get to Philadelphia, let's say, for one of those appointments, these guys will rent a car from a rental car agency, will drive up there, pick you up and your family, take you there for an 8 o'clock appointment in the morning, let's say, mm-hmm. stay with you all day or overnight, and then bring you home at no charge to you as well. They're called the Sherpas, I believe? Big no. part? No, they, was that, they I, used to be called that? I've heard that, yes. Yeah. Um, they're actually just called drivers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard them but, called angels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure many people have They have names, names for them, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, because I know in this area there's a lot of, um, a lot of Amish families yes. take advantage yes. of the transport to Philly. Sure. Yep. But uh, and to continue with the, how the Shriners started out is once they got started, they said, "Well, we need a we need a cause. You know, why why are we here?" Mm-hmm. And they decided back then it was polio, and a lot of children were having problems with polio. So they decided to support the children that had polio, and it built into the Shriners Children's Hospital. And we have about twenty-two hospitals in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. So that's that's where our philanthropy comes from, goes to. And I, and I know, because I'm friends with a couple of men um, on the divan, and if you're not a Shriner, that's the officer line. Um, you know, I see that everybody's trying to breathe, breathe, uh, breathe a little new life mm-hmm. in the Zembo. Correct. And, um, yeah, I, I just think it's exciting. And it's something that, like Jack and I were saying earlier, we're in a county that doesn't have a, shrine in it yeah i just looked it up we're we're 35 minutes from raja and about 50 minutes from zembo Mm -hmm. so either way it's a long drive home at night right but it really drunk it it does that's a choice it does have a lot i mean it has so much to offer and one of the things i i learned that for the gentleman getting into the line you know here in pennsylvania i'd say Scottish Rite, Northern Masonic Jurisdiction, and the Shrine are really the two organizations that have money and the, organiza- the, the, the corporate mindset of being able to train mm-hmm. and teach. So, I mean, they even want the new officers to go to training in Florida Definitely. to learn how to be an effective leader. Yes. So that was one of the things I was bitching about a couple of weeks ago for some, <laughs> like, Anybody can get elected, but it doesn't mean that you know how to sure. send an email. doesn't mean sure. they should. <laughs> right, right, right. Just because you're popular doesn't mean you should be driving the ship. Sure. That, that's a good point because um, there's seven, there's five positions in being an officer. Uh, you start out in low man of the rung, and you advance every year. So five years, you're potentate. You're you're leading the ship so anyhow you do down to florida for training for at least a week and uh, that's all part of the program to become a good leader so that's very important to get involved with you also if you do want to be in the line uh make sure that you have plenty of time to help out okay and you have and your wife is behind you 100 percent. so uh, that's a very good point. Uh, the education is there. We try to bring that back and, and, and follow that to the uh, presidents of the different clubs and units to help them out if they're having troubles with their membership and so forth. So, But uh, it's a fun organization. There's no memory work as in the other bodies. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's out there to have fun and to help the children. That's the bottom line. All about the kids. All about the kids. Yep. And a lot of members 
they don't join the units and clubs, but they are there supporting the kids, believe me. Yeah. So. It's, you know, one of my observations <clears throat> is that people may not know anything about Freemasonry. Right. Everybody knows about Shriners. Knows yeah. shine. um, and it is definitely the most well-known body uh, of all the Masonic bodies to everyone. And I have to ask, the, the, the most recognizable person regarding Shriners, is it Mikey? Or who's the, who's the, the, the former? Oh. Yeah. This kid. He's not a little kid anymore. Right, he's oh, an adult yeah, now. He's an yeah. adult. Yeah. Yeah. But just one of the most amazing, like, like normally. Super, like, super good person. Like normally, like, like at Tall Cedars, we have our, every year we have a, a, new, a new child that's our right. representative. Mm-hmm. Well, they found this one guy that's just magic on he's television. He's a rock star. Um, has he joined Ah. Boy, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, like I just wondered if he ever he became a mason or became a shriner. I, I hope he did. You know, I, yeah, I hope he's like a too. good enough guy. Yeah. Right. I, He'd be about twenty make years old. Shri- make him a mason. He, he drives. Yeah, right. He, I mean, he he is just. If there's like, anybody that that should happen he, for, it's him. He's yeah. just in the commercials. He's like a professional actor. He's just amazing. Right. So I mean, he's probably done. I, I see him every morning on like certain early morning TV shows. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's always a long Shriners commercial. Yeah, yeah. pushing the blankets. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the Zimbo building itself. We were talking during the break about the, um, the well, I don't know, what tower. do you call it? The tower. Tower. The tower. The tower. The tower. Rapunzel. The tower. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when I first became a member there, I was fascinated by the style of the building and how large it was and the many rooms and the stairways and so forth. And so... I finally had the opportunity to walk around it one day and just see where everything was, what was in each room and so forth, and I was amazed. And then I found out that the tower actually had a room at the very top that when the potentates that lived far away from Harrisburg, they would stay there. That would be their place to come and stay. Like Lodge 49. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like literally on the fourth floor, and they're not yes. like, um, you know, ADA short steps. Flights. We're not talking eight foot ceilings in your row home. <laughs> no. These are long flights of stairs, yeah. and you're out of breath when you get there, and you haven't even made it up to the crow's nest yet. Right. I got to the bottom of the crow's nest, and I just stopped because I was not going to go on those metal stairs. <laughs> Did you did you ever go all the way up? Or I mean, you're a no, military man. No, you might be I, more brave than me. I don't think I went all the way. Up. <laughs> sure I figured JB this is far enough for me. That was good. <laughs> yeah. It might be a past potentate still there. <laughs> Could be. Like Lodge Forty Nine. I just like didn't Lodge. trust a, a, a Harrisburg firefighter carrying me back down when I stroked <laughs> they just out. Chuck you over the edge. Right. But, uh, yeah, so there's an apartment up there with a bathroom. It looks like it's been left untouched since 1960. Well, John, uh, Ed Wilkes or whatever his name was. <laughs> it, it needs lots of work. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, it's uh, The building is unbelievable. The people in the area up there uh, like it. They want to see it staying there. Uh, it's by Italian Lake, which is beautiful to begin with. Gorgeous area. Yep. So, uh, you can see the Washington Monument out one side. <laughs> You can or see a replica of it. It's or a it's a replica. No, that's Three it's Mile Island. There's an obelisk. There's an obelisk in the... There's uh, an obelisk yes, there, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 It's from the Civil War, I understand. Oh, is that right? Yes, I think it's a monument for... Yeah, I think um, you're right. We got in the Civil War. It had been downtown Harrisburg before and moved out they there. They moved it. Because they were building something and they had to move it out. So they moved it up there. So that was good. Um... We're trying to grow our membership back up where we can uh, bring the building up to par. And there's a lot of things that can be done to it. We just got to keep working at it and getting the right social media contacts and the right people involved. We're getting a uh, looking into a historical landmark landmark for it, try to get grants and so forth. That should happen. Sure. Well, so it, you know, it's like it's like a Pennsylvania bank barn, and these old farms <laughs> that had the limestone farmhouses, the limestone bank barns, they get torn down to make some development. You right. can't replace that. Mm-hmm. And this is the same kind of thing. It's a it's a landmark. It's a piece of history. It ought to be restored and kept that way. Right. Do, do, you, do you? This is an odd question, but somehow years ago, the um, one of one of the uh, longtime brothers of Lodge Forty Three is an attorney, managed to get the Masonic Center downtown tax exempt. 
There was Are a you, there was a quid pro quo for that. Maybe, mm. but is, <laughs> is, is is Zembo tax exempt? Because no, and either's the other body. Right. They they're now tax exempt. Yeah. Or uh, not tax They're not tax Because I'm just saying that big amount of square footage, the city tax, because you are in the city of Harrisburg. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, we're talking, this is public record. Do you know what the tax bill is there a year? Those of you that can't see us on TV, um, you should know that our guests are just like cringing right now. Because <laughs> I'm imagining that's got to be a big tax to the table, bill. Bob. <laughs> all, I, grand? all I can say right now, it was reduced a couple years ago, okay. which, which helped us a lot. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I just you know I just feel yeah. bad because that's that's just it's a beautiful big building, and when you deal with a big building with a flat roof, yep, mm-hmm. everything's no el- expensive. No elevators and not handicapped. No accessible. elevation. No elevators. We have a uh, a power plant that is old. All right. Well, and the good news is, based <laughs> on when it was built, yes, it probably cannot burn. Because of all the asbestos in it. <laughs> One of the coolest things I think about that building, do you know anything about the history of the, the quote-unquote air conditioning system with the blocks of ice? Yes, I do. There's actually um, outside the different windows, all right, there's a rectangular <coughs> hole that goes down to the windows, and they used to take the blocks of ice out of the river when it was cold back then and put them in there and then they would have fans big huge fans that just blew the like a swamp cooler air and it, that's how you got coolness you know it's just it, it's just it is an amazing building if there was like an architecture nerd right it's a mason you should come out sometime and you get yeah, all the tiles just, are imported from morocco and you, the could, you could get a right. master or doctoral thesis when, out when of when was building. zembo built I, if 29, said. I think, 20, somewhere in the late in 20s. In the 20s, right. Somewhere in the late 20s, okay. I understand there's quite a history with terms of who all's actually come to that building for various... John Kennedy. Yeah, John uh, Kennedy. During the campaign. Hillary. Hillary was there mm-hmm. just recently, you know, last time she I ran. saw Peter, Paul, and Mary in concert there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they had all kinds of entertainers Lots in there. Lots of boxing matches. You're dating yourself, Mo. We just had a big boxing match, and there's going to be one coming up very soon. So, and I think WWE was there for something like a Monday Night Raw or something a while back. Yes, they were. But yep. cousin-in-law that was calling an MMA fight that I think was at the Shrine. Yeah. Okay. It's just it when was, you when, was, when yeah. you walk from room to room, mm-hmm. you just can't believe you're still in the same building. Mm-hmm. It's that amazing. Well, the cool. tile the tile room is just unbelievable. That's the main big room. Yeah. Um, on the opposite side of the auditorium, that is beautiful. And, and so yeah, and you and there's even like a little separate kitchen, I guess, from back when you, you people yes. eat up there. And, right. Yeah. So fill out the petition, join the Water Spirit <laughs> Shiners, and we'll give you a tour. There you go. <laughs> Damn it! There's the catch. Right. <laughs> Jack, you could be my guest. All right, three times, and then you'll be my guest for three times. And then. <laughs> gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. We're not done with you, but we're gonna uh, take a break, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna wrap up the show. Wrap up the show. Hello, brethren. Dutchy Duck is back with an update for my lodge, the Broken Claw number 377. Well, now it is March. The crocuses are blooming in my side flower bed. The last piles of black snow are rapidly melting from the corner of our Ton Store's parking lot. And farmers are starting to spread the sweet smell of commonore on their fields. Ah, spring. March is also a special month for us here at the Broken Plaw. It is the opportunity to go out and collect dues from the brethren who still haven't paid. If you are a fellow secretary in arms like myself, you know firsthand how frustrating it is when brethren do not pay their yearly assessment in a timely fashion. I know that some lodges are pretty strict about throwing members out if they are a month or two late. We at the Broken Plaw are not that strict. Well, at least not right away. Now, I don't know how your lodge handles this issue. Maybe your secretary sends out a reminder letter about non-payment of dues. Maybe some of the officers call those brethren who are still behind. We take a different approach. Right after St. Patrick's Day, I assemble my dues-collecting posse. Yep, you heard that right. 
The Saturday morning following St. Patrick's Day has been the traditional day for myself and usually two or three brethren to pile into my car and make personal visits to the houses of those members who are still in the arrears. I invite the dues collecting committee to bring their garden implement of choice along for the ride. This year, brothers John Mishgobble and Larry Grosssens joined me. We met in the lodge parking lot promptly at 8 a.m. Brother John had his pitchfork and Larry had brought his scythe. We and the tools piled into my car. I drove and handed Brother Larry the list and addresses of the four brethren that we were going to be paying a visit to that day. First stop was Brother Wilmer Schuld. We parked in front of his house. I led the way up his sidewalk and brothers Larry and John, with their tools in hand, followed closely behind me. I rang the doorbell and the lovely Mrs. Schuld answered the door. We asked if Brother Wilmer was home. Oh yes, she said. Let me get him. Brother Wilmer came to the door and asked what was the matter. He wondered if our tractor had broken down and if we needed a hand. I reassured him that we were not in trouble but that his membership was. He gave one look at the pitchfork and scythe and said, I'll be right back. In less than a minute, he returned, check in hand. We thanked him and told him that we hoped to see him at next month's meeting. Our next stop was brother Jason Geld Ausgabal. He was not at home, but have no fear. We left a very direct and personal note on his screen door. We even drew an image of a cross pitchfork and scythe at the bottom. Our third stop was to brother Charlie Minimeyer. He apologized profusely and politely handed us a wad of cash. I told him that it seemed like more than he owed. He quickly replied, just take it. Our last stop for the morning was at the home of brother Pete Haasholder. Pete was notorious for year after year not paying his dues on time. We had hoped to really send the message this year. As we approached his front door, he came out to the port. Oh, I guess I forgot to pay my dues again this year, he said and chuckled. Just then, Brother John jammed his pitchfork into Pete's blow-up leprechaun that had been in his front yard. As the leprechaun was deflating, Brother John said, This is the last year that you're going to pull this, right, Brother Pete? Pete quickly nodded his head and asked if he could pay next year's dues as well. All in all, it was a successful morning. All of our brothers are now in good Masonic standing for another year. Till next time, work hard, stay plumb, and out in the lights when you leave the room. To learn more about the Pennsylvania Dutch language, culture, and history, please visit my website, padutch101.com, or my YouTube channel. Just search Doug Maidenford. And we're back. Uh... Before we wrap up tonight, we want to say a special thank you to all of our patrons who keep us uh, in business on Patreon. You can uh, be a supporter of this show. Business being a euphemism. Well, (laughs) generally speaking. Master producer Mo is in the house. That's right. Yes. He helped helped pay for his own dinner tonight. That's right. He helped pay for his own dinner. (laughs) But for as little as $1 a month. One dollar. You can keep the fine content like you are listening to now uh, going on this podcast. And at the end of tonight's episode, you'll hear a special thank you to those of you at that master producer level. Pete, you want to uh, bring some of our listeners up to some happenings from our previous episode? Yes. I mean, um, lots of lots of phone calls and letters. Um, asking about a hidden track at the end of our last episode. Uh-huh. Um, well, I don't want to give it all away because mm-hmm. we did have somebody find the secret. Uh-huh. Um, but so go back and listen to the episode. I see. Go back and listen to it. Make sure you make sure you turn it up really loud. Mm-hmm. And um, if you've got a dog, bring them in the room. They'll they'll help. let you know when the secret is being revealed. Ask your dog. Do not what do it not says. bring a cat though. No, not a cat. Your cat will go crazy. Bad things will happen. That's right. Bad things will happen. So. That's it. That's it. All right. So, uh, Bob, what have you got coming up Masonically in the next uh, few weeks? Well, it's going to be a very busy four days coming up because of the Zumbo Shrine Circus. I'll be working every day at least one or two times for a show, serving food, helping people to their seats, and just... (laughs) 
all around helping with the novelties that the children buy and so forth and awesome. just having a great time. And then um, on April 4th, I'll be going to Eureka West Shore they are having an oyster night, and I'm looking forward to that. Are they from Susquehanna? No. What, the oysters? No. no. <laughs> Neither the, the lives the nor the oysters. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to that oyster feed, uh, reservations are required, and you can go to the Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 website, which is eureka302.org, or find us on Facebook for uh, reservations for that. So, great. Mo, how about you? What do you got coming up? Nice. I've been very involved in a new program put out by the Right Worshipful Grandmaster Wonderling called the Masonic Awareness Committee. And for those of you who are new to Masonry, it's an opportunity for people interested in joining our fraternity to get involved and not go through the old to be one, ask one. You can now go online if you have an interest. They will do some preliminary work and then they will assign you to a district which is close to where you live, and then you'll be assigned to a mentor. I'm a mentor, one of the five mentors for District 2, and I have the southeastern part of Dauphin County. And it's been very successful. We've had a lot of folks who've come out that have that interest, and the mentor sits down with them, invites them to the lodge, gives them a tour of the lodge, talks about Freemasonry in general, nothing ri ritualistic at this point, but just about your interest, why you want to become a brother in our fraternity and, and what we have and what we do. And if you're interested, then we go from there. It's a, it's a way of guiding folks that would not otherwise have that opportunity. So that's a very interesting program, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And, and I appreciate the work you're doing. You actually have greater access in Grandview than even myself as a regional uh, instructor with that. So um, I'm going to call you when uh, secretaries and treasurers <laughs> have questions because you've got access, which is great. But thank you for that. That's it's a great, great tool. It really is. It really is. Larry. Somebody nudge Larry and wake him up. All right. What well, do you got going on? going on? Uh, <laughs> goose and gridiron breakfast tomorrow. No way. Scrapple. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> he's already had it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Lodge meeting <laughs> first Tuesday in April. You gonna be there, Josh? Yes. Okay, good. I'll be there, and I might be bringing my uh, my buddy Steve Gallo. He's on the sign, so then we can officially ask him if he wants to come on the show. Okay, okay. Good. good, good, excellent, excellent. That's it. That it. All right. Uh-oh, Mo's got something else. One more shameless plug? Absolutely. I want to remind all of our listeners, not only... <laughs> <laughs> You're plug in. away. Yes. You're in. Here, let not me get only up. the ones in Pennsylvania, my... but on the four or five planets, I guess, yes. that we have as yes. well. There you go. In foreign countries. Those Eleven continents. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're big in Romania. Folks yeah. down yeah. under are listening. Yeah, we are. Sure. We're, we're, by the way, we're the number three listened to podcast in Romania. Comedy, Comedy podcast. podcast. <laughs> Let's clarify. <laughs> Right. There must not be a lot of fun in Romania. Well, I want to remind you of the Persapalooza at the Zembo Shrine. This is the 10-second or less elevator pitch. Sunday, April 24th, 2022, 1 to 4 p.m. The war is open at 12 p.m. There is a large number of high-end designer purses that have been purchased and will be raffled off, along with hors d'oeuvres, a cash bar, vendors for the ladies, and prizes totaling over $5,000. It's a $25 per ticket donation supporting the shrine. And you can find out more information by dialing 717-238-8107. I'll say that again. 717-238-8107. Hope to see you there. That's great. By the way, he's got a great voice for radio. Yeah, I think Brian Hill lost his job. I think Brian's in trouble. You may be the next voice. <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you pronounce that? Over horse, horse the over. Horse the over. I've always had trouble with How old are you, Larry? Your wife are you is 12? <laughs> Your wife is French, Larry. Oh, okay. Ask her. Just ask her to pronounce it. All Pete, right. better not. Get us out of here. Tell us what you got coming up. So um, I'll, go, I'll be at the Blue Lodge meeting with Larry, uh, maybe Josh, and uh, I'll be at Grotto next Sunday. Um, yeah, I will too. Jay Laser's theme too this late. year is something for Pennsylvania, like Pennsylvania businesses. So uh, I'm going to luck out, and a lot of you guys are screwed because Zippo is going to send a representative to talk, 
they didn't want to come, but they sent a whole bunch of shirts. But the biggest shirts they sent were large. Uh, so now that I've lost 160 pounds, all you fatties are screwed. Paint rags. And I get <laughs> a shirt. A Thank shirts. them for their paint rags. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anybody can wear a large. So I don't think I get a title for my resume, but um, Jeff Moyer, uh, the illustrious Jeffrey Moyer, 33rd degree. Second Lieutenant Commander of Critique the... Critique of the Masonic Light Podcast. Yes, he uh, he asked me if I could be... It may be unofficially called an ambassador or something, but um, for Lamberton Lodge and the lodges in Lebanon. That's going to be tough. It's not many. It's no, only 44 How people. are you going to be an ambassador for Lamberton Lodge? Or for Millersville. Oh, okay. I slaughtered that thing. Millersville yeah. and the two uh, Lebanon Lodges. <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> I'll be reaching out to all the Scottish Rite members who belong, the 44 Scottish Rite members who belong to those three lodges. So uh, if you are one of those 44, save me the phone call and give me a text message. Tell me oh, you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call I me. I just got that message from uh, yeah. Michael D. Wolf. Exactly. He, so, he, uh, he told me that on Thursday at breakfast that you were going there's to call a, There's like 180 um, Ephrata members, so I'm glad I didn't get that list. So, I, ju- uh, I just was uh, harassed by the guy who did. So. Okay. <laughs> Josh, what do you got? Uh, just more committee stuff and then uh, potentially the stated meeting of Millersville Lodge number 476. The one that you put together. Yes. Yes. And you haven't been there since. Josh Lamberton Killer. Yes. I, I, went, I went to the initial meeting. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You, you drove did. the stake in the old lodge and you walked away. <laughs> by the way, the over-under on not calling your lodge by the old name is about three and a half years really so yeah having survived a gone through a merger myself with my own lodge uh it takes about three and a half years were you eureka or were you yes, sure i was eureka okay yeah so um just a couple of things that actually both have been mentioned already uh grotto coming up uh looking forward to that uh, getting the paint rag from uh, zippo um <laughs> I could actually get one and give it to my daughter, maybe. But uh, anyway, and then as Bob mentioned, Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 in Mechanicsburg uh, is having our stated meeting on Monday, April 4th, and the oyster feed. And then on that Wednesday, the 6th, we'll be conferring an entered apprentice mason's degree. So are we entering your lodge from the back door? Uh, We are. uh, If you are in Mechanicsburg, drive by and take a look at the new cigar lounge. It's really not a cigar lounge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I got everybody all jazzed up about that. They want it to be. They want it to be. But, no, it really is beautiful. uh, They've completed the work inside. I think they're still doing some um, finalizing of things with the flooring and stuff. Whose idea was it when that place was built? To make the lodge backwards and put the back of the lodge in the front and the front of the lodge in the back. Well, you know, that's a good question. I wasn't around then, and there's probably a handful of people. My church was built exactly that um, way. It's like it, set way back on a property. There's this huge well, lawn and it's in actually, the front that you can't use. Believe it or not, it, the building the actually sits on about the front third of the property. Okay, it goes way because back. it goes way back. The problem is about halfway back, there's a giant sinkhole. So um, it's land that can never be used. Um, That's called Dillsburg. It's called Dillsburg. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Where they put the whiskey. That's right. Um, But no, uh, the project itself won't be finished until uh, a little bit later because we're also going to do the resurfacing of the parking lot. But it really is beautiful. We've moved the elevator inside so that on... So the uh, scissor lift isn't the parking lot (laughs) anymore? That's right. (laughs) Exactly. The loading dock. It is, but it's very beautiful. All right, guys. Uh, I think we've uh, done enough damage for one night. Uh, Larry, uh, are you ready to go home? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, well, let's cue the chickens and get us out of here. Special thanks to Everett Lodge 665 for continuing to allow us to be here. Special thanks to Josh Lamberton, our producer and director who continually amazes us. And we just caught him sleeping on the last show for 20 minutes. A special thanks to Jack Harley, our news director. Slacker. <laughs> and Tim Dedman, our marketing director. How's that going, Tim? 
Yeah, if you're and an uh, advertiser, send us some more money. Yeah, there you go. Our condolences to Brother Walter in whatever urgent care he's in that right. he couldn't be here tonight. <laughs> he went sailing and they haven't heard from him since. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, also, too, special thanks to our Masonic Light contributors, Michelle Snyder and Doug Maddenford. Dutchy Doug. And that, that's pretty much it. Should I tell that story? Yes. Well, you want to tell bring the, the story, music down a little level? Yeah. <clears throat> Hot down the chicken. Yeah, I, I, I was we'll years back. ago in another life. I was a farmer, and uh, I had a knock on the door one day, and the guy, and I answered it. And he's, he's dressed in like scraggy. He looked like a bum, but he had funny-looking clothes on. I said, "Reminds me of a gypsy." He had a headband on. I said, "What can I do for you?" And and he said, "Hey." He said, I'll tell you what, I'll do anything for a meal or two. He says, I'll go talk to your animals. I said, what? Yeah, well, what do you mean? He said, I'll go talk to them and come back. Tell me. I said, okay. He went out. About an hour later, he knocks on the door. He says, hey, I talked to your horses. They said, <laughs> so much detail. <laughs> See, this, is, this, is, this happens all the time when I try to tell a good story. I talked to your horses. He said, they need a cup more of meal because they're doing a lot of hard work and if they had that extra cup they'd be able to be more more progressive and help you and have you make more money so that's a good deal so he says i'll go talk to your cows i said all right go talk to the cows he comes back again in about a half hour he says the cows are complaining because the milkers are milking at 20, uh, 36 rpms per set or per minute and and he said they prefer 24 because it's more soothing it's How's easier it on them. And they, what? they'd be the more productive in milk. <laughs> so he said, now I'm going to go out and talk to the sheep. About a half hour later, knock on the door. He says, I talked to the sheep. I said, those damn liars. <laughs> I am ready to have all of the penalties of my former obligations inflicted upon me at one and the same time. This is Larry Ferris. Thanks for listening. I thought you were saying half an hour later, the SPCA shows up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tim. Good night, everybody. And Jack, I was not here. <laughs> Good night.